Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. And speaking of sexy modern lovers, there are a lot of people who are lost in the hookup culture, and we're going to talk about hookups. What is a hookup? You know, people used to meet their partners through proximity, maybe family or friends, but now it's the Internet and through apps. And, in fact, more people meet and marry online. It's 55%, a higher number than ever before. And my guest tonight says it's changing a lot, not just about romance, but about our sexuality as well. Dr. Shailen Pham is a licensed psychologist, coach, speaker, and the author of the book, The Joy of Me, Uncover Your Loving Self Through the Art of Being Selfish. So tonight we're going to ask a very, very modern question. Are you hooked on hookups? Because believe it or not, there are a lot of people, and I'll talk about the research later because you know Here at Modern Love, we absolutely celebrate real love, beginning with learning about good communication, how the past affects your future. We've got everything from Modern Love trainings to True Love, Mastermind, coaching and mentorship groups, and also couples coaching. And our special secret sauce is we bring together psychology, science, spirituality, to help you create massive change in your life, whether you're finding love after giving up, whether you're healing a marriage that's on the brink of divorce, or if you want to create an exciting new career, you know, when you have good love, everything else gets good too. You can visit us at www.drbrendaway.com or I encourage you to join me at one of our Modern Love trainings here at our academy in the San Francisco Bay Area. We've got a training coming up on May 13th, and our special guest is Marcy Shimoff, best-selling author of Chicken Soup for Woman's Soul, Happy for No Reason, Love for No Reason. You may have seen her in the movie Happy on Netflix. So really quickly, we've got a question, and I welcome your emails and your questions. This one says, Dear Dr. Brenda, I lived with my best friend and her husband for a few months after moving to a new state. They recently went through a rough patch, and she took a vacation to cool off. In her absence, while he was high, her husband and I slept together. We decided it happened only because we were drunk and agreed it would happen never again. But it did happen again. I'm scared to tell my friend about it. I think telling her will do more harm than good, but the guilt eats at me every day. I cry over it every night. I've heard her, and I know her husband doesn't want to tell her what should I do. Tell or not to tell. Look, 
not to tell. The first thing you need to do is move out of their house, get on your own. You're in a slippery situation where the boundaries are impossible for you to hold them. And yes, you've done something here that's hurt you, hurt your hurt her husband, and hurt yourself. You're now in a situation where you're keeping a secret. Maybe you've heard the saying, we're only as thick as our secrets. You need to get yourself into a transformational process, whether it's an ongoing coaching and mentoring, whether it's therapy, and figure out why you did it. And then find a way for your friend's husband to tell her because it's really up to him. He's the one who's married to her. That is my advice. Now, let's get on to are you hooked on hookups, because, sweetie, from that question, not tell, it sounds like you might have gotten hooked on the hookup. If it's greater success and fulfillment you want, then Dr. Shailen Pham can help you achieve the relationship you want. She's been counseling, teaching, training doctors, lawyers, entrepreneurs, educators, and people from all walks of life to go from where they are to where they want to be. And Dr. Pham, so happy to welcome you to Modern Love Radio. Thank you. It's great to be back. Yeah. Now, how do you define hookup culture when you start asking if people are hooked on hookups? Could you say that again? I didn't catch you. How would you define culture? What's the definition? Have you heard of the phrase Netflix and chill? Yes, Netflix and chill. Yes, I have. That means come over and let's live it, it, it's a, that is the definition of hookup culture is where there is no strings attached and you don't have to open up about yourself and to be vulnerable. You literally get together and you satisfy your physical needs and you part ways. Mm-hmm. So this happens more easily because of online dating. Is that one of the premises I understand that you're holding? These people can just go online and hook up. It is. It is much easier now. Um, if you think about, say, using the Tinder app, for example, all you have to do is either swipe right or swipe left. And if you are matched, you know, it's instantaneous if you want to meet up within five minutes you can and so it makes it a lot easier and a lot more convenient right now during a typical hookup what is it like for people who have a hookup because there's a lot of research coming in now about hookups you know based on what i have um, done in terms of research and also the clientele I have worked with, the the hookup culture, it has a twofold to it. When you are engaging in the hookup, um, you feel good about yourself because it gives you a boost of self-heal that you are wanted. And for that, you know, however long, 15 minutes, an hour, you feel loved and be desired. The unfortunate part is what I have found is the guilt um, typically that comes afterwards, especially if the hookup wasn't great. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, those are those are pretty high numbers. For those who don't know, up to 55% of women say that they regret a hookup. And some numbers, some studies I've looked at say as high as 78% of women regret the hookup afterwards and feel like they were used. And you may be surprised to learn that 40% of men regret the hookup because they feel like they used someone else. So why are hookups becoming the way that, especially millennials, and I, I certainly know people who are not millennials who are mm-hmm. swiping right and left also, people in their 40s, their 50s. I certainly you know, work with people like that in our training programs as well who are not millennials. So why would someone settle for a hookup? What's behind that? If there's all this regret. And when you have that hookup, you get that satisfaction even for a brief uh, moment of time. And then you go through the cycle. So you feel guilty and you literally would sometimes have self-loathing. So the self-esteem is going down. And what do you do? Is you get stuck in this vicious cycle. If you go back out there, you're trying to swipe right again hoping to meet up with somebody else. And if you think about it, when you go through this hookup culture, you are not really opening yourself up. And we are, for the most part, we are afraid of being vulnerable because we are afraid of rejection. We are afraid of getting hurt. And so if we go in with the hookup culture, you already set the bar very low. So you don't really... It's almost that you don't set yourself up for failure kind of deal, that you think that, you know, if I'm setting my bar low, then there's nothing to be disappointed. No one can hurt me because I'm going in with the intention of just getting hooked up. All right, so you're going in with the intention of just having sexual gratification so I don't have to be vulnerable. But, but what we know, we're looking at all this research showing there's a big emotional backlash because at the end of the day, we can't separate our feelings from our bodies. The feeling is inside the body. All of those neurons, those nerves that get stimulated during sex also stimulate, especially for women, stimulate the nervous system and stimulate, if you don't know this already, everybody, the bonding hormone known as oxytocin is released when a woman is sexual. And so she's going to bond and feel emotional arousal as well as physical arousal. And that is true for virtually 100% of women because that's how women's bodies are wired. So there you go. There's reason that we have all this emotional backlash. So what is your advice to people who are really caught up in hookups? and find themselves having trouble opening up and moving towards something that might actually be more fulfilling without all this regret afterwards. And I'm not, by the way, I'm not judging anybody who's having hookups. My concern here, and I know that Dr. Shaylin shares my concern, is you just don't want all that disappointment and depression the next day because it makes you feel bad about yourself. I completely agree with you with what you just said. And, and you know, diet and also the vicious cycle, too, is because when you hook up, 
like you said, you release the, you know, the oxytocin or the love chemistry, the chemical. Um, so a part of us keep want to get those um, endorphins, that feeling good, but the backlash is, is that we do feel bad afterwards. So here is the part that is necessary that we have to go back and learn to love ourselves um, so that we don't end up just looking for those temporary, those quick fix. Hmm. So you're saying by loving ourselves more, we're going to treat ourselves differently rather than just hooking up. So what's your advice? If somebody's been stuck in this pattern of hookups, if they want to learn to love themselves better, how do you go about that? Because, you know, everybody knows they need to love themselves. How do you recommend people do it? Well, the next time that you pick up a phone and look for an app and with the intention of trying to find somebody, what I would recommend is actually you go out and do an activities that you absolutely enjoy. It could be, you know, calling up a friend to have a cup of coffee, taking a nice long bath, um, going out to dinner, do the activity that you enjoy doing. Exercise is also a wonderful activity that also helps to release endorphins. So you also get that happy feelings afterwards. When so that you, could be going, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Well, one of, I was talking about endorphin releasing activities. You know, get out there, rollerblade, get on your boogie board, go bike riding, go hiking. Getting out in nature releases tons of endorphins. And I'm a huge proponent, if you're not already part of a community that has a spiritual focus, whatever that means for you, whether you're feeling you want to do more mindfulness work or you want to be someplace in a more traditional setting where there's singing, praying, I don't care what it is, research shows that people who are part of a spiritual community have better health and they're happier and you're more likely to find a partner who's on that same path you're on. So that's another place to look because you're going to get the endorphins, feel good, and you just might meet somebody. I'm with you on that one. So one of the things that I know you also advise in your book is the joy in your book, The Joy of Me, you talk about beliefs that lead to suffering. And you talk about being able to let go of guilt and shame. What are you Mm -hmm. recommending for people who've been caught in the hookup cycle and maybe the real reason they're caught in is they are packing around guilt and shame from the past? I don't doubt that at all because, you know, when you, and that's why I said it's a, a vicious cycle that when you are in a certain place and you don't feel good about yourself, what you do is a tendency is to have a quick fix. Um, so what would be very helpful to help you learn to let go of, of the guilt um, and, and the shame is looking at the situation and what was it that a, a lesson that you can pull away from. Because if you pull away one lesson, then it's not a mistake. It was a learning opportunity. And if you are learning, then that means you are growing. And 
part of life is you, we all are forward. And learning to to let go of the guilt because it is that guilt and that shame that lets you to feel very little and look at yourself in a negative light. So in, in right. order so for you... Yeah, go ahead. So in order for you to, to make that shift is you really have to start believing that you are a million bucks. And you know, think of this way. If you have a purse that is $5,000, you treat it very differently from a $5 purse. So in order to move away from that, you have to look at yourself like a valuable item. Hmm. That makes total sense. So one of the things that I know when, when I'm coaching people, and I think everybody has some childhood trauma that we've on a conscious level forgotten about, but it leaves a deep mark. And I certainly want to encourage people to value yourself, but go back and take a look at where you got the idea that you weren't valuable because you weren't born feeling that way. I will guarantee that. And I know that Dr. Pham agrees with me. We weren't born that way. So if you can see it, you can heal it. Find out what caused you to feel that way because the only relationships we can have are the ones that match how we feel about ourselves. You know, I I worked with a couple recently where the husband was so wildly jealous. His wife couldn't even look at television without him saying, are you looking at that guy? Why are you interested in that guy? What is it about that guy? Or on the street, God forbid, she turned her head the direction where there might be a man that he thought was attractive. And she was so desperate when they came into our training program She was telling this story, and I turned to him right away, and I said, who in your family abandoned you and made you feel worthless? And guess Mm. what? His father had been a big-time cheater. I used to take him out on escapades and use him as a decoy and tell his mother he was taking him for ice cream. So he had begun to feel he was worthless. He couldn't trust anybody and that anybody he cared about was going to be cheating. Now, you may not have a story like that, but we've all got some story that made us doubt our worth. And the real work to get unhooked that Dr. Pham is recommending is that you dig through that and then begin to value yourself. Both things have to happen in my experience. So, Dr. Pham, when you are coaching people, I know that one of the things that you also talk about is unconditional love and how you can give and receive that. Absolutely. And this is going right back to, um, Dr. Brenda, have you been to a wedding and where they – do a, a champagne pyramid, and they stack fill those uh, flute up, and they just pour from the top, and just flow all the way down. Have you seen that? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that is the image that I want you to keep in mind. We are ingrained and have been taught early on that it is a good thing to to share, to give, and that is a wonderful thing, but. What we have also 
have learned over time is that that sharing and giving is to other people. But when we are giving to ourselves, it becomes a selfish thing and it's a bad thing. But I want you to keep that in mind because if you think about it, if you pour, if you keep pouring into that one cup, that one flute, eventually it will overflow. And so that overflow is where the unconditional love comes in. Because when you are taking care of yourself and your needs, you will not give with an expectation for it to be reciprocated. You already full. Mm. And that does get a lot of people in trouble. They get very stuck on I've given more to you than you've given to me and going into the quid pro quo. And what you're saying is fill yourself up so you feel really full. Then you can give from the overflow, not from what you imagine is a tiny little bit of love and worth inside yourself. So, Dr. Van, tell us a little bit about someone that you've worked with who was stuck in hookup culture and how you help them get through it. Oh, I uh, had this client who was a woman, and and I found this very interesting because, you know, oftentimes when we think of someone who to engage in the hookup culture, we think of men typically. But I worked with this young lady, and she was convincing me, or at least she was trying to convince me, that sex has nothing to do with love, and it's just simply sex. And she had found herself that when she just had sex with people, she is fine. But as soon as she starts opening up to them and, you know, they start talking, she quickly loses interest in them. And she couldn't figure it out why, because normally from the beginning, everything is fine. So that is where I would have to help her to go back to her childhood when you're talking about the wound that, you know, most of the time we are not conscious of. So we have to look at her attachment from her primary care um, giver when she was less than two years old. And what happened, what we found out is that her primary care giver was not consistent with her at all. So through life with this unconscious belief that she is not lovable, she is not worthy of love. And so she doesn't allow herself to open up, to be vulnerable because of fear of that abandonment, fear of that getting hurt again. And so we really Mm -hmm. have to, I work with her in terms of helping her to have a different perspective on love, what it meant, what it really means to, to love and to be loved, and also have her change her behavior and learning what really dating is instead of just hooking up. So she was hiding out in the hookup so she wouldn't get hurt. Yep. Hiding out in the hookup so you don't get hurt, and it doesn't work, everybody. So what's the difference between dating and hooking up? Well, when you think of dating, you actually have to take the time to know somebody, and you open up. You learn about them, and they learn about you. You share aspects of you that you may not share with everybody else. But the thing here is about taking the time to get to know each other. 
And with the hookup culture, what you do is you don't date. You get together. Maybe you take a few shots, and then you go to bed. You hit the sack. There's now, no why is, now it's clearly you're advocating dating over hooking up. What's the advantage if you take the time and put the energy in to date as opposed to hooking up? What's the advantage? You will find someone who truly accepts you, and you will experience a love that you didn't in the past. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So you're saying the that the, the chance of self-acceptance, the self of finding the opportunity to find love goes up. Now, I've certainly talked to people who were on a temporary assignment somewhere, and they said, look, I don't want to get involved with anybody here because I'm going to go back to wherever I came from, and I just want hookups until I go back to, you know, my hometown or whatever it is. How do you deal with something like that? Oh, to be, I have to be honest, and I think that's an excuse because it's easy to say that because, you know, when you say I'm in another town, I just want to hook up. But when you use something once, you will use it again. When you're back in your hometown, you will find out the excuse and say, I travel a lot, so there's no point for me to actually take the time to get to know somebody else. So I'll just settle and into the hookup culture. Hmm. Now, early on, one of the things you talked about was taking a few shots. I have talked to a lot of people, and that opening question that was sent in, the Ask Dr. Brenda question, uh, the person who got involved with her friend's husband when they were both drinking, how much does mm-hmm. alcohol play a role in hookups? Would you say it plays a larger role than in dating? Absolutely. You know, I don't have the exact stat for it, but it is a part. Of, it goes hand in hand. It is a part of that culture of that hookup culture. Yeah, that makes sense to me because if the issue is I'm hiding out in the hookup so I get hurt then you're going to have to numb out in order to just put your feelings, your emotions on ice and Mm -hmm. try to separate your feelings from your sexuality, from your body. Well, this is certainly a topic we could spend a lot of time on. We are living in the hookup age, apps, websites, dating sites, et cetera, make it easy to do. And the question we're asking is, does it allow you to have everything you really want and need in your life? Is it truly fulfilling or are you exposing yourself perhaps to feeling regret, shame, blame? And one person even told me that he felt angry after a hookup because he felt like he was walking away empty-handed instead of with the grand prize he expected. Thank you so much to Dr. Shaylin Pham. Everybody, you can go and pick up her book, and it's a book that talks about how to bring more fulfillment into your life, and I highly recommend it. You know, we're fans of books here. And that book, I am just pulling up the title because I want to see it right. Dr. Pham, help me out. The title of your it's book like, is? It's, it's The Joy of Me, and... Uh, that's it. Just the joy of me, and if you want to the say, joy uh, of me. Yeah, the subtitle is the art of being selfish. 
The Art of Being Selfish. I love it. That should be a really great read. All right, everyone, thank you to you, Modern Lovers, to our great producing team, our executive producer, Mr. LeGrand Green, our associate producer, Mr. Cliff Dunning. And coming up next week, John Kim talks about the No BS Guide to Life. And join me, everybody, at New Living Expo on April 30th. I'll be giving a talk on creating sacred relationships, date, mate, and meditate at the New Living Expo that's in San Mateo at the San Mateo Convention Center. Check them out online to get more information. There'll be lots of interesting people speaking, uh, folks like uh, Michael Beckwith, Don Miguel Ruiz, many others, and it's a big, fun event. I'll see you there. Until then, be well. Blessings, modern lovers. Good night.